The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 135 of the Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And your San Antonio Spurs had a huge win over the number one team in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets. The Spurs won by a score of 128 to 120. What an awesome game. What an awesome night. I really appreciated this game. I dug it a lot. Drew, what were your thoughts? Yeah, what a game from the San Antonio Spurs. I thought this was our second best game of the year. The Spurs shot 54% from the field and 39% from the three-point line and a really good win. Nuggets had a great first quarter, then the Spurs just played a really good second quarter and second half. So, Great game from the Spurs and winning by eight points and one of the biggest upsets of the year by any team. Yeah, to me, I mean, I know we do our year-end awards, but this just catapulted up to number one slot for my game of the year for the yeah, Spurs. Yeah. It was an awesome night. You have the reigning MVP, the two-time reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic coming in here with the Nuggets. 37-point triple-double. Yeah, and the Spurs still overcame that and got a big win. Let's listen to what Pop had to say after the game. Oh, it felt great. You know, the fans were really into it. Uh, we put them to sleep in the first quarter, but then we woke them up a little bit. So it was great to have all those people there yelling and screaming. They deserve to have a good night. What did you see from uh, Sandro? Uh, he's a talented kid. Uh, you know, we, we like his game. Uh, he's got really good athleticism. Uh, he's a player that knows how to play the game he plays the european style and you know that's movement uh he's smart so uh, i was thrilled for him he, he did a good job for us well we yeah we you know we had to get into the paint uh you know you, you don't get into the paint you don't get those 31 assists you know you got to do that to kick it and find open people so uh they did a good job of attacking the bucket so that's what Pop had to say. Of course, talking about Sandro Mamushkovini, who had an awesome game for the Spurs off the bench. That was a great night for him. And uh, he talked about him, and he just talked about the points in the paint. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Nuggets Achilles Hill, and the Spurs exploited it. They went after Nikola Jokic defensively, and they scored a lot of points in the paint. So yeah. I think that's their Achilles heel of what may hold them back from winning a championship this year. Yeah, I mean, they, they took us for granted. Yeah, 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 they took us for granted. And I think the Spurs just exposed them. Yeah. All right, now it's time for the Tankathon segment. Let's see where tonight's Tankathon lands us. Again, the Spurs are still sitting with the third worst overall record, and so we'll go to the Tankathon. And we drop to number six. Six picks tonight. Uh, Drew, who do you think we'd get if we landed in the sixth spot in the draft? Yeah, at the sixth spot, I'm thinking we'd get Jairus Walker there or Ooh. a guy like Nick Smith. 
But I've already talked about Nick Smith a lot, but Jarris Walker, I think he's going to play a huge role for Houston in this March Madness tourney with one of their players being out, and he'll show why he should be a top six pick in this draft. So who do you think we would take? Yeah, I kind of lead uh, lend myself to thinking Nick Smith Jr. from uh, Arkansas. I think that point guard, that distributor, speed, quickness, very dynamic. I think that's who we'd go go after, but uh, I wouldn't be – too upset with Jarris Walker, and you know, out of the possible top six picks, there's three guys you can watch in March Madness that should be around there: Jarris Walker from Houston, Nick Smith Jr. from Arkansas, and of course, Big Brandon Miller from Alabama, which we've talked about before. But that's where we landed tonight. So be prepared for every scenario, Spurs fans. It's not a guarantee we're going to get Vic or Scoot. Uh, or even Brandon Miller. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, Nick Smith Jr. would be a great consolation prize. All right, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who are your top two? Yeah, for me on the number one top two, I went with Jeremy Sohan as my number one. A great night from Jeremy Sohan. He had 19 points, eight rebounds, three assists, shot nine of 16 from the field, in 32 minutes, also had a steal. A great game from Jeremy Sohan, continuing to have fill the stat sheet up every single game. That's what I really like about Jeremy Sohan. So, a great game from him. My second top two, one with Doug McDermott, who came off the bench and hit four threes perfect from three-point line. He had 20 points, five rebounds, and shot seven of eight from the field in 28 minutes. So, those are my two top two. All right. Well, I think... Both of those guys had outstanding games. I really, Doug McDermott's shooting was phenomenal. That was awesome to see and big part of the Spurs win. I, strangely enough, had two different guys, and you know how much I love Sohan too, but that, he, I had a different guy. I thought Keldon Johnson had a great night. He put the team on his back again uh, 23 points, eight boards, six assists, and three of five from three point land. I just thought Keldon did what Keldon does. He also chipped in two steals. And I loved when they questioned him after the game, asking him about military appreciation night and the veterans night. He's like, man, every day is military appreciation. And so I, I just like that uh, tip of the cap from Keldon to the to the veterans because that's the uh, reason why we're in a free country like the United States. My number two, I had Trey Jones. Trey had a great night. I liked to eight assists, 14 points, five of seven shooting, he knocked down four or five free throws, and uh, Trey Jones, really, that was only in 25 minutes, so 14 and 8 in only 25 minutes, and his plus or minus was the highest on the team. He had plus 21 when Trey was in there, so uh, great night for him. All right, let's get to our bottom two, and you want to tell why we're only doing one, Drew? Yeah, I think we should only do one in this game, because we just beat one of the best teams in the NBA, and I really think there's only one person that can be on the bottom two. Everybody else had good nights, so... My only number, one, my only bottom two is going to be Malachi Branham in this game. I think he was our worst player by far. He shot two of seven from the field and zero of two from the three point line. Had two turnovers and five thousand, only four points. That is not a good game. But he's our only number one. Nothing else to worry about. Yeah. All right. So there you go with that. Now it's time for the question of the day. And remember, you can always text your questions to five one two five four zero one six two six. Tonight. Uh, tonight's question is going to come from Shirley in Texarkana, Texas. Shirley asked, this might be a random question, but do you guys know where Devontae Kaycock is now and also Stanley Johnson? And I found it really interesting 
to find out where Devontae Kaycock is. Because you were the really good fan of him. I was. I liked him. I liked his, his big body, athletic, could bang on the boards, high percentage shooter. And he is actually playing in Moscow for the Russian professional team, uh, CSKA Moscow. And I thought that was really cool to find out that Devontae Kaycock is is doing it, and he's doing it for a uh, a team in Moscow. And so really nice of him. I'm glad he, he's still playing professional basketball, even though it's not in the U.S. The next one is Stanley Johnson. Uh, Drew, do you know where Stanley Johnson is playing? Now? Yeah, I'll find that out right now. I don't know. I'm not sure. Stanley Johnson, I think he's... Well, and I'll just touch on Stanley while Drew's Drew's finding the info. Stanley was with us at the start of the year, did a lot of things. Obviously had the best t-shirt under jersey game in the league. But uh, anyway, Drew's going to find out where Stanley Johnson is right now. Yeah, so I can't really find anything. I'm, I'm, I'm... I haven't played an NBA game since that. I think he might be on an NBA G League team right now. But the Lakers were not allowed to sign Stanley Johnson for some reason. That's because that's who he came from, I believe. Yeah. So he's with the uh, Sioux Falls Sky Force of the NBA G League right now. So he bounced. He had his cup of coffee with the uh, pros. He's played with the Los Angeles Lakers and, uh, and of course, the San Antonio Spurs. But, uh, yeah, now he's trying to get back to the NBA, playing in the G League, trying to earn a contract. All right, thanks for your question, Shirley. All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm going to take us back to. Hold on a second. Give me, give me there. Give me one second. I'm going to take us back to March 10th, 1998, where the San Antonio Spurs faced off against the New Jersey Nets in a very, very great defensive battle. The Spurs ended up winning this game by one point, 79 to 78, under 80 points. That is crazy. Our leading scorer in this game was David Robinson, who had 19 points and 16 rebounds. We had Tim Duncan, who had 13 points, 15 rebounds, 4 assists. We had Chuck Person, Pearson, how you say it? Person. Person, who had 11 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. And we had Jaron Jackson. Is that Jaron Jackson Jr.'s dad? That is. He yes, had 8 sir. points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists. That is this day in Spurs history on March 10th, 1998. Wow, so... Do you ever think we'll have a game that both teams are in the 70s again? Never again. I never, never again, ever, ever. All right, now it's time to preview the upcoming game. And uh, Drew and I will be there, the Oklahoma City Thunder coming to town to play your Spurs. Drew, what can you tell us about Oklahoma City? Yeah, the Oklahoma City Thunder, I think, are a great team. Well, not a great team. I think they're young. And if they develop the score, they'll be good. Their leading scorer right now is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Who averages 31 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. We have Josh Giddy, who has 17 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. He's only 20. I think he has a bright future. We have Lou Dort, who's averaging 14 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. And we have Jalen Williams, who's averaging 13.4 points and 4 rebounds and 3 assists. That is a little about the Thunder. What are your thoughts on the Thunder? I I, I think you're right. They're... A young team. They were part of this rebuild that the Spurs were go- are going through. They're just basically two years ahead of us yeah. in that rebuild. Um, really like Josh Giddy. I was hoping he would fall to the Spurs in the draft that that he was picked in. Um, they, you know, guys, Chet Holmgren 
hasn't even played for them, and he was a number two pick in the draft. Next year, he'll be back with them. The emergence of Shea Gilgis-Alexander along with Josh they Giddy. They could be good. They could be good. They got both of the Jalen Williams and uh, Isaiah Joe's been doing some work for them. And, of course, Lou Dort. They're, they're a really young, talented team. So I think the Spurs are going to have their hands full on this one as, after the uh, Nuggets, Nuggets game. My player to go off in the uh, Spurs-Thunder game is I'm actually going to go with Keita Bates-Diop. I think uh, you know he's just one of those guys that plugs away and every once in a while he'll rise up and have a great game. And uh, I think the Spurs, after the Nuggets game, I think, unfortunately, we're going to drop this one by six points. I hope not, but I think that's where we're going to stand. Drew, what about you? Yeah, for my player to go off, I'm going to go with Zach Collins. Against this Thunder team, well, I really don't think they're strong on the post area. Give me Zach Collins to be my player to go off in this one. Yeah, that's a good pick. And what's your prediction? My prediction will be the Spurs to actually upset the Thunder by eight points. All right. He's got the Spurs winning by eight. I got him losing by six. I hope Drew's right, and I hope I'm wrong. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us. Drew, would you please take us home? Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!